Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. As your offensive coordinator, what are you expecting out of your offense on the field? Yeah, I'm, ex- I'm expecting, you know, first and foremost, a tough team. Uh, tough team. And I think after that, it really gets into uh, smart players. But you don't have to be a genius, but you have to be smart enough. And really uh, explosive players and guys that really play for one another. Um, we want to check our egos. Oh, hold on. We, <laughs> we, you know, this is, you know, even from a coaching staff, you know, I say it's an ego-free zone. And once we get the coaches on that same page, you hope that the players will will follow suit and go out there and play for one another. Gerard Mayo from yesterday. You heard it here live on Jones and Mego about 24 hours ago. I will continue to react to it, pick it apart, and take a step back and look at Gerard Mayo as the replacement for Bill Belichick. Especially now that you've heard from him again. It's been a while since the last time we heard from him. Uh, so you can jump in throughout the day on the phone, 617-779-7937. How confident are you in Gerard Mayo, his ability to get the Patriots back into contention? And I I just haven't liked what I've heard every time I've heard him, Mego, There's not a lot of concrete to give us right now. Free agency hasn't started. The draft hasn't happened. I get all that. But he didn't want even want to take questions yesterday. That weren't about his coaching staff. Oh, hold on. He, the only thing he wanted to do was stab Bill in the back. Probably got his marching orders from Robert. It's like every time I hear from him, he's he's nice. He deals with the media uh, much better than Bill did. He plays the game. But I don't feel any better every time I hear from him. In fact, I feel like I leave with more questions than I go in with. So how confident are you in his abilities? This is really tough. Because what can you base it off of? We can only base it off of a couple press conferences and who we've known him from previous media availabilities. And you can look at the production that you can assume that he contributed to on defense over the past several seasons. And then maybe like you take away things from him as a player that you think will translate as a coach. I'm not deep in enough to know those aspects of him. I got to go with somewhat confident because we haven't seen him in action yet to the point where I'm going to look at him and go like, holy cow, this guy's terrible. Or like this guy really doesn't connect with players. So I can't put him in a spot where he's lost my confidence. I'm like starting at a neutral point and trying to stay a little bit positive. Here's what I'll say, because I know I want to direct this to the people who use statistics to say, don't take a quarterback in the first round. 
Don't take a quarterback in the first round. Like who are those people? Give me who's an example of those people. Just like Patriots fans, uh, or are the entire like... Marvin Harrison Jr. fan club? Got it. So like, yeah, you know, Marvin they're... Harrison Jr. is a lock. Don't take so, one of these quarterbacks, first round quarterbacks. So Arkan's Arcan. in that camp. So Arkan, sure. Curran, who we normally talk to today, he's in that camp. So people like this, Curran, Arkan, that's who you're yelling at, okay? Because to me, this is about expectations. I do not expect Gerard Mayo to have the Patriots in contention next season. I really don't. I hope the season after that, maybe it'll be a different situation. Maybe they'll be closer. Maybe they'll be in the playoffs. I don't know if they'll be in a position to win a playoff game in year two of his stint as a head coach. But I look back over the last five seasons. So going back to 2019, there have been 23 first-time head coaches. First time in the NFL head coaches. Some of these guys were college coaches before. Some of them, a lot of them were coordinators, assistants, what have you. Okay. Um, there is a 21% success rate to the playoffs. One out of five. One out of five. In year one. In year one. That's good. You think that's good? It's not. If people act like out it, of you 23? Two act, you two act like it's a 0% chance. You two act like it's impossible. 21% tells you one out of five. So, one out of every five new coaches gets yeah, to the playoffs right away. Basically, yeah. since 2019, there has been one, and it, you can check my math on this, but I did this this morning. There has been one first-time coach each year that takes a team to the playoffs and that doesn't necessarily show sustained success just look at brian dayball uh two seasons back one of these coaches was matt lafleur who came into a golden situation with aaron Rodgers. so it's like you gotta look but at the statistics has, has proven and, he's proven he's a good coach right right, right. got back but with i'm talking about like there's a big difference between going into your first stint as a head coach with aaron Rodgers as your quarterback versus Oh, crap, we're going to start with a rookie quarterback. Okay. All that to say, like, I can't say that I'm not confident because Gerard Mayo personally hasn't given me a reason to look at him sideways and go, like, holy crap, this guy. But I will say I don't expect it in year one, and it's certainly going to be an uphill battle. Okay, the the stat that I've seen kicking around, and I wasn't going to bring it up, it doesn't involve first-year uh, coaches, but it does involve teams drafting where the Patriots are. I think it's nine straight years. Teams in the top eight have made the playoffs. And I think it's eight out of the last nine teams drafting in the top five have made the playoffs. So, again, that's similar, 20%. you got a one-in-five shot of being a playoff team next year if you play it right, which is my point. Uh, but you can vote at Jones and Mego. How confident are you in Gerard Mayo's ability to get the Patriots back into, quote-unquote, contention? Define that how you will. Are you very confident? Are you somewhat confident like Mego? Are you not confident? Or are you totally dubious, Arkant? I'm not confident. I uh, was going to go totally dubious, but... I think with Mayo, he does have a lot of the tools and a lot of the things that I sort of check off and that I, you know, think can work for him. You know, he's a young guy. He connects with players. Like, a lot of the things that Mego said, I sort of agree with. I think that there's uh, uh, definitely potential there. I just sort of look at the state that this roster is in and how much can he really do to elevate it. And I don't know that there's a whole hell of a lot there. If they land on the quarterback, if they get this, if they're able to sign all these players, then I think he, you know, can steer the ship. But I'm not confident he'll be able to do it if they miss on any of those things. I don't think that Gerard Mayo on his own as a coach is going to be able to lift this team, which I think is going to have a tough offseason here. I don't think it's going to be easy for them to sign the free agents that they want. So, you know, like that that's why I'm sort of stuck on not confident. And I feel like that's not really fair to Mayo because those are decisions that are going to be beyond him. But in terms of like how confident in his ability, his ability to get them back into contention, not very confident. Totally dubious. I'm totally dubious. It's like the worst combination. It's Putting your trust in the Bill Belichick coaching tree and putting your blind faith in Robert Kraft. Because, really, Robert sits up there and he says, well, I have a feeling about this guy. 
It's the same feeling I had about Pete Carroll and Bill Belichick. And by the way, your Pete Carroll feeling didn't work. You were wrong. The Patriots got worse and worse and worse while Pete Carroll was here. Now, he was a really good college coach. After a decade or whatever at USC, he proved to be a good NFL coach as well. I don't think he cited well. Pete Carroll really quick in that. I think he cited Pete Carroll as a mistake. He didn't go with his gut that time. Well, that he didn't go with his gut on Bill, but he also credits himself for hiring another future Hall of Fame coach. So to me, he's going with his gut now on Gerard Mayo. I don't trust Robert Kraft's gut. What makes you think? Why on earth would you have faith in Robert Kraft? Other than his decision 20 years ago, what what tells you that Robert Kraft has his finger on the pulse and is doing the right thing? He hasn't spent in a decade. On average, he's the lowest spending team over the last 10 years. And, like, he chose Bill over Brady. He went with his gut on that one. It was dead wrong. If you want to play the game with what we've been watching in Dynasty, he wanted to stick with Drew Bledsoe over Tom Brady. I got to trust his gut? I got to trust Robert Kraft on this? Hell no. So I don't believe in the Bill Belichick coaching tree. I don't believe in Robert Kraft's gut and his instincts on this one. I say totally dubious because I'm not confident in Gerard Mayo. I'm not. You can point to the defense last year. The word you used, I wrote it down. You say you, you can assume what his role was on defense. We don't know. That's what I'm saying. You would we be jumping know. to a conclusion. Right. We, we have no idea. Was it Bill? Was it Steve Belichick? Was it Gerard Mayo? Like, who was it even? You know? So... I'm not going to do that. I don't have a lot of faith in Gerard Mayo. But if you get yourself a quarterback and you get players in free agency, all of a sudden I do believe you can contend, even with a coach I'm dubious about. It's a long way of saying it's about the roster. But I don't like the start they're off to this season. All I can evaluate is the coaching staff, the head coach, the bozos they trotted up there yesterday answering questions. And no, I'm not confident in any of it. I'm dubious about the whole thing. Now, why are you calling them bozos? Because because they didn't answer much? Yeah, because they're, I mean, on the offensive side, they're all bozos. Nobody wanted them. No one wanted Van Pelt. No one wanted Ben McAdoo, who I know didn't talk yesterday. But like the whole offensive side, bozos. I think that's the right word for him. See, I think my issue with Van Pelt, I don't think I would call him a bozo, but I'm pretty concerned about the lack of vision that we're getting for the offense. And this is something that we talked about a little bit yesterday. Doug Kide wrote about it in the Boston Herald today. Like, hey, we, you know, we are looking towards this Stefanski-style offense, which, by the way, is extremely run-heavy. It's like it is like establish the run and then find the passing game out of that. So maybe they're just saying that because they're looking at Ramondre Stevenson and what they have. And that's literally, like, the only weapon that they have on offense right now outside of maybe Demario Douglas. And so maybe that's how they're looking at it. But I, I listen to them talk, and it's like, we're going to see what we get in free agency. We're going to see what we get in the draft. And it's like, no, what is the plan? Thank you. Like, who is the guy? If you're drafting a quarterback at three, tell me you have a guy. Like, I'm sorry, the guy. Tell me that you have your eye on the guy, that you believe in this guy, that you're in love with this guy, that you've crushed so much tape on this guy, that you're going to get him. Because otherwise, if it's like, well, whatever best player falls to us there, we're going to go with that and continue stacking and building. To me, that's not much of a vision. No, and, you know, a good coach, Taylor makes his system to the players and what he has. I mean, obviously, duh. I get that. But you don't have anything, so you can go anywhere. You're a blank slate. You can do whatever you want. And you still have to believe in something. Like, you got to adjust and make adjustments to whatever's forced on you as a coach. Again, there's nothing here. I agree with Mego. There's no building blocks. There's no nothing on offense. And so, uh, unless they're keeping Mac, which we'll get to. So, like, 
you can go any direction you want. And you still, even even if you are getting away from what you believe in, you still have to have conviction and believe in something on offense. And it sounds like he believes in run first, run to win a championship. I want a tough quarterback. I want a leader at that spot. It sounds like, Arkan, the quarterback is the sidecar, which I just don't, I don't agree with and I don't think is right. Yeah, I don't love that either. I mean, he is also coming from an offense and a system that spent – a lot of guaranteed money on a quarterback. So, I mean, I don't think that, you know, and it didn't really work out all that great either. So I think that there's maybe uh, the buyer's remorse coming from Cleveland. Right, but, that's but no he's reason also to... coached in Green Bay with Aaron Rodgers. That's true, and that's also, even if that is the case, no reason to carry that over into New England where you have the third overall pick and uh, a chance to get a franchise quarterback if that's the direction you want to go in. I, I think that this is more a case of them just playing things close to the vest because they have so much work to do on offense and they don't know which, uh, you know, which direction to really go yet based on the, the various factors here and if they want to trade in or out. And that's fine. I don't really have a big issue with that, they with any know. of them not wanting to, to come out and talk about that They right should now. know. I, they don't have to tell us, but they should know. They should have a really good idea. Are we trading back? Are we trading up? Caleb Williams is going one. I, I know that. I'm sitting here. I know that. They should know that. So you're picking between Drake May and Jaden Daniels. You should probably have a good idea because you're plugged in in the league what Washington's going to do it to. And then you make an informed decision based off of that. They should have a really good idea what they want to do sitting here today. You don't need to show up to Indianapolis to figure it out or see what's going on in free agency Wait, to figure that they out. They don't know if they're going to Indianapolis. Well, Gerard Mayo's not, I don't think. <laughs> but you should have a really, really, really good idea of what you're going to do at three. You won't officially know until it plays out on the board in front of you, but you should really know. And you should be gaming that out and going through all the different permutations. That should be done by now. And I'm with Mego. I don't, I don't think it is. And so I don't like the plan. And no, I'm completely dubious about the head coach, the coaching staff, the direction of the franchise. And until I see who they pick at three and what they've done in free agency, I'm going to remain that way. But all I, right, Bozo, thank you. I'm I do calling th- a lot of people Bozo now. Oh, it's like dude, my new thing. Dude. I do like it. It's a good, it's a, it's a nice little, uh, I don't it's think a it's nice very insult. nice. Mego didn't like it, right? I didn't That's like it. it. It's, a, it's not the, the harshest way of criticizing somebody, but Mego didn't like Listen, it. Listen, he's our Pillsbury Doughboy. Like, we like him, okay? I, I On our show, we, we like, like him. him. We like him. He's not a, he's not a Bozo. He's a Dozo. <laughs> 617-779-7937. your job. You can vote now at Jones and Mego. How confident are you in Gerard Mayo's ability to get the Patriots back into contention? Are you very confident? No one here is. Uh, are you? I- I'd love to hear why you are. If you are, you can jump in on the phones. Are you somewhat confident like Mego? Are you not confident like Arcan? Or are you totally dubious of this coaching staff and specifically Gerard Mayo? You can jump in there. We have Brian Scalabrini at 430. We'll talk some hoops with him as we do each and every week. We have Triple Play 445, Meg Splaining 530, and Bet Roulette, some picks for tonight at 545. First, here's Trending with Arcan, and when we come back, is Mac really still in play? Is that really still a thing? We'll do that right after Trending. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.